Hello and welcome to this edition of the ILO's Future of Work podcast. I'm Sophie Fisher. The 13th of August is International Left-Handers Day. The aim of the day is to raise awareness of the everyday issues that lefties face as they live in a world designed overwhelmingly for right-handers. Full disclosure, I know this because it includes me. With me today is Dr. Marietta Papadatu Pastu, Assistant Professor at the National and Kapodistrian University of Athens. Marietta led the team behind the largest ever meta-analysis of human handedness. It included data from more than two million people. Marietta, welcome and thanks for joining us on the Future of Work podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's always a pleasure to talk about left-handedness. Great. So I suppose the first question I have to ask you is, are you also a left-hander? No, I'm afraid I'm just a boring right-hander. <laughs> but I have been working in the field of left-handedness for more than 15 years now. Right. And now one of the things that was fascinating about uh, your uh, survey, your study that I, I read, was that you look not only at left-handers and right-handers, but there's a large group in the middle of mixed-handedness. Tell us about that. Exactly. That is correct. So uh, one would typically think that being a left-hander is just a yes or no question. I'm a right or a left-hander. But actually, we know that this is not true. So handedness is a continuum. So you lie somewhere between being a strong left-hander to being a strong right-hander. So one can use uh, their right hand for every uh, activity or the, their left hand. But there's people in the middle too. Some people use some uh, uh, use their left hand for some activities and their right hand for some other activities. And there's also some people uh, who we call ambidextrous, who might be equally skilled with both hands for the same activity. So there's mixed handedness and there's also ambidexterity, which is not exactly the same thing. So there's a lot of different uh, ways one can be uh, left or right handed or mixed handed. So more strongly, more weakly, or somewhere in the middle. So what, what did you find was the prevalence of, of left-handedness? I mean, a figure often quoted is about one in 10 people. Is that what you found? Well, what we did is called a meta-analysis, as you also use this term. So a meta-analysis is actually a way to combine, to integrate all previous findings. So we managed to locate 200 studies and we extracted 262 data sets from those studies, including actually more than 2 million individuals. And we found a, a best estimate, an overall estimate of 10.6% for left-handedness. But the question is more complicated. So we also tried to see uh, how that translates into more specific things. For example, when we only looked at handedness as which hand you one writes with, then this number drops to 9.29%. Uh, and it's also interesting how there is a, a geographical variation when it comes to left-handedness. So again, it's not just a simple 10% figure, even though this number seems to capture reality quite well. So uh, when we looked at studies that had included participants of European ancestry, then we found uh, a higher prevalence. We found a prevalence of 11.12%. But when we only looked at studies 
uh, that had included participants of sub-Saharan African ancestry, then we found a lower prevalence, 7.71%, and even lower when participants were of East Asian ancestry, so 5.69%. And we thought this is quite interesting. Why do you think that is? Do you think that's just different gene pools or or what? Um, So, yeah, that could be one of the explanations. So we thought that it could be either genetics, as you said, or the fact that we know that handiness might or might not, we're not very clear on that in the academic literature, it might have uh, some sort of correlation with prenatal testosterone levels, and we know there's geographical variations in, in that, or it could be due to cultural factors. And uh, we favor this last explanation, actually, because studies have shown that participants coming from families with backgrounds with low percentages of left-handedness, for example, Asian countries, but have been raised in the Western world, they show similar prevalence of left-handedness as the population of the country they have been raised in. Uh, So this might happen because of direct instructions by parents or teachers or because non-explicit model learning. So it's maybe it's uh, the fact that we found lower prevalence of left-handedness in those cultures might be exactly because of cultural pressures to use the right hand. So the left hand is not considered proper or correct um, to say it another way. And indeed, this cultural hypothesis is supported by data. For example, in a recent study by Zeng et al., they showed that uh, non-right-handedness in Hong Kong was 88%, which is higher than in most previous studies in Asian populations. And this could be because of the greater westernizations in Hong Kong compared with many other Asian areas. So um, I guess culture has to do something with, with this variation. I mean, it could also be some form of discrimination. I mean, I I recall that certainly in European cultures, uh, I mean, there is longstanding historical discrimination against left-handedness. For example, simply the use of the word sinister association with left-handedness. And I can also recall um, cack-handed, which is usually applied to left-handers, but which is a pretty disparaging term. I mean, you think that's, that's also a case in other cultures? Oh, yes, this is most definitely the case. So we have numerous examples in different languages and different religious and different cultures around the world where being a left-handed, it's considered something negative. Uh, Think of English. Uh, You already uh, talked about the word sinister, but the word right uh, also stands for correct or proper. And uh, the same in German, recht, is both right, as in uh, towards the right direction, or the correct thing. In Vietnamese, for the word right, again, it also means correct or must. And the word for left also means wrong. Even in Greek, which is my native language, we use uh, sometimes the word zervos, that comes from zavos, and this word represents stupidity or weirdness. And even in Chinese, we know that the left path is sort of the immoral path for one to take. And as I said, there are numerous examples in many languages across the world that have uh, words with negative connotations when we talk about left-handers, but also religion and and cultures. Uh, Let me uh, just give an example from Christianity. We know that the right hand of God is the favored hand. For example, Jesus sits at God's right side 
God's left hand, however, is the hand of judgment. Uh, and when it comes to other forms of discrimination, we know that homosexuals in the 19th century Europe were referred to as left-handed, or black magic was sometimes referred to as the left-hand path. Uh, so the list goes on and on and on. So, I mean, there's, there is a, a, a long history of, of discrimination against left-handers, and I think um, children being encouraged, encouraged to, to swap their handedness and so forth. But what I'm interested in, in in the context of this podcast is what effect does this have on people when when they enter the workplace? Um, I mean, are there disadvantages or indeed possibly advantages that we see in, in the workplace? Hmm. This is a very good question. And it's a good question that has received surprisingly little attention in the research literature. Nonetheless, from what we do know, this question, the question of whether or not handedness plays a role in workplace injuries, for example, it cannot be summarized with a simple general statement because there seem to be pros and cons to it. Um, so, for example, we know that left-handers as a group, they tend to perform better with their non-preferred hand compared to right-handers and as well as right-handers with their preferred hand. So you mean me as a left hand, as a lefty, my activities with my right hand are better than the way that a right-handed person would perform with their left hand. Exactly, exactly. Whereas your left hand is as skilled as a right-hander's right hand. So uh, this fact uh, has even uh, supported the suggestion that left-handers are more employable than uh, right-handers because they are more flexible and easier to adjust in the workplace and right-handers, but also because of this performance asymmetry between the hands. Uh, this, this asymmetry is less for left-handers. Uh, this does not mean that there are no disadvantages involved in being a left-hander in the workplace, though. But those disadvantages do not come from an inherent um, disability of left-handedness. It mostly comes from the circumstances in which left-handers are called to work. Um, but if I am to give a more elaborate answer to whether left-handedness confers or, or not a disadvantage in the workplace, then we will need to look into the work, workplace demands of its occupation. Clearly, there is no time for that or enough data, I should add, to discuss each and every single occupation. So let me give you a few examples. So I would like to talk about surgeons, workers in the metal manufacturing industry, woodworkers who operate electric saws, office workers and professional athletes. I have to say the prospect of being operated on by a, a left-handed surgeon using right-handed tools is rather an alarming one. Does it actually make any difference? Yes, I think it should. Uh, let me talk to you about a study published in the Journal of Current Sur Surgery. Uh, there, participants were 80, uh, 68 surgeons from New York City and they were surveyed. Uh, in their experiences uh, on being a left-handed surgeon. And this survey showed that nearly half of the left-handed surgeons surveyed were anxious about their laterality-related difficulties and that they sought advice during surgical residency, but only one in 10 programs mentored for laterality dominance. Moreover, only 13% of the programs provided left-handed instruments during surgical residency. Oh, my goodness. This resulted 
surgeons who considered leaving surgery at some point in their career and one surgeon who considered changing speciality because of left-handedness-related frustrations. This paper was published back in 2004, but more recent reviews published in 2010 and 2017 uh, showed that this and other issues still remained. Left-handedness still produces anxiety in residents and their trainers. There is lack of mentoring on laterality. Uh, There is lack of surgical instruments, both conventional and laparoscopic, uh, instruments that are not adapted to left-hand use. And there is significant pressure to change hand laterality during training. So left-handedness is considered to be a disadvantage when it comes uh, to surgical training. But as I said earlier, these are not due to inherent lesser ability on uh, behalf of the of left-handers. Okay, but what about not not that many people are, are surgeons left-handed or right-handed? I mean, we've got a lot of people though in the world who are manual workers, either in metal or wood or something like that. Uh, I mean, I know from my own experience that when you're using, for example, power tools, quite often the the safety devices um, and the, the the control of speed and power are set up for a right-hander, which automatically puts puts me at a disadvantage. I mean, is that just me, or did you find that more generally? Well, um, indeed, uh, there, most tools are designed for uh, for right-handers, and this is actually an also an implicit assumption in the literature on handedness and hand injuries, the fact that workstations tend to be designed for right-handers. However, I must say that this assumption has been made without proper empirical observations. So this is why a study published by McKinsey and Peters in 2000 in the Journal of Safety Research is very interesting. So what McKinsey and Peters did is that they surveyed not people, but workstations to see whether they are designed to favor right-handers. They focused specifically on workstations in the metal manufacturing industry that require the collaboration of both hands. And they measured different things. For example, the number of times the right or left hand was engaged um, in seven uh, movement categories, for example, grasping or turning or applying pressure. And also they uh, measured whether emergency controls found on those workstations were operated by the left or the right hand. So what the study study found was that uh, individual machines do favor one hand over the other, but overall there was no clear bias favoring the left or the right hand when operating a machine. Let me remind you that we're talking specifically about the metal manufacturing industry here. However, emergency controls very strongly favored the right hand. So, uh, at least in the metal manufacturing industry, there seems to be no disadvantage to the left-handers when it comes to operating machines. Still, left-handers might be at a disadvantage, uh, assuming that they are slower in operating the emergency control with the right. Well, that's fairly serious. That's pretty serious. Than with their preferred hand, yeah. I mean, if you, you know, because... Uh, losing a little bit of speed on operating an emergency control is it could have rather drastic consequences. And I, I did see somewhere that there are more um, occupational safety and health accidents for left-handed workers. Did, did you find any, any data or any evidence to support or, or disprove that? 
Well, uh, that takes me to the next occupational category I, I would like to talk about, and this is woodworkers who operate power saws. So in this case, uh, we know that the power saws do not come in left-handed versions, and they are among the most dangerous tools. Uh, just to put this in perspective, in wood processing work, there are hand injuries, uh, and, and these are this forms something like 37% of all injuries. But when it comes to saws, hand injuries are 67% of all injuries. And left-handers are 10 times more likely to sustain a major injury compared to right-handers when they operate. 10 times. 10 times. Ugh. Yes, because they cannot really see uh, where they're cutting. Right, that's a bit hair-raising. Um, what, about, what about office workers? Not all of us work with power tools. A lot of us um, you know, work in offices. But there, I mean, I find, I know, for example, that when you sit a, in a lecture desk or in an office desk, often the desks are set up for right-handed people. Um, did you find that that makes a, a difference in terms of, uh, of stress or efficiency or anything like that? Well, um, it was surprising, but we don't really have uh, published data on office workers. We only have a survey performed by CV Library, which is a UK job website. And this uh, showed that employers are not really into the habit of asking their new staff members if they're left-handed. And once, if you have not identified someone as being left-handed, clearly you cannot give them the right equipment to work with. Uh, and this survey also showed that only a quarter of businesses provide left-handers with specialist computer equipment, for example, a left-handed mouse. And another interesting finding was that workers who are ambidextrous, they say that they would like the freedom to choose between left or right-handed equipment. So in the case of office workers, the issue is not so much major injury, but having the right tools to be productive and also feeling valued and having your differences recognized and respected. So it's more a matter of convenience, of comfort, of feeling uh, like a member of the team rather than anything else. Yeah, because it's not that difficult to provide, for example, you know, left-handed scissors or uh, special computer mice, mouses, um, or, or things like that, even left-handed left rulers. Um, I mean, there are a lot of little things that can... Um, can make your, uh, one's work a lot easier. And they're inexpensive uh, as well. Yeah. One, one final question that I have to address is um, there is, uh, and it may be an urban myth, an idea that left-handers are better at things which are creative and involve problem solving, that kind of stuff. Did you find any evidence for that? That's another good question. Here we have uh, a number of published studies, but findings are mixed. Some studies have shown that this is the case. Others have shown that this is not the case. So we don't have a clear answer yet. My uh, understanding of the literature is that it probably is not the case uh, when it comes to left-handedness, at least. When it comes to mixed-handers, then things might be different, but still we need more data to come in. So this is not something that I can answer with any degree of certainty. The only thing that uh, I can answer uh, on a positive note is that maybe creativity is not associated with being left or mixed or right-handed, but cer certainly we can train ourselves to be more creative, whichever handiness we have. <laughs> 
So you mean to say I'm not innately more creative than my righty colleagues? That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm saying we don't, we don't really know. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit depressing. Well, I might be. I might be more creative. That's great. Dr. Marietta Papadatu-Pastu, thank you so much for telling us about your survey. And on International Left-Handers Day, let's hear it for left-handed scissors, left-handed can openers, left-handed potato peelers, particularly garden secretaires and desks. Um, and to all you lefties, righties and mixed-handeders out there, thank you very much for listening. Join us again soon for another edition of the ILO's Future of Work podcast. Goodbye.